welcome to what's okay. Welcome to what's in the what. Uh, welcome to what. Uh, welcome to what. No, Do it. Stop. <laughs> Do we have to say welcome too as well? No, you um, don't have to. Right, let me give it a go. Yeah, go. Okay. I'm T. I'm Aisha. Welcome to what's in the WhatsApp. I just run around the lake. Around. Wow, look at you. There's quite a few people run around it. Really? Yeah. Let's get on it. Right. By okay. December, when we go to um, Ghana, yeah, 26 go. December, I'm going to be a size 10. <laughs> I'm not going to put pressure on myself. It's possible. Mate, I'm just trying to be inside 12 and a half. It can happen. It can happen. It can happen. Anything is not for me. So, fine. We're back. We're back. It's been a while. It's been so long. Like, stop saying like. I don't know why I said that. That sounds so stupid. Anyway, it's been too long. Yeah, it's too long. What's been going on? Actually, why have we had such a big break? Life. Yeah. More than ever, I think the last five, six months have just been hectic. For, for me, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Myself. No, actually, I'd say, More yeah. So. yeah. And, I, and I live a pretty routine life. Yeah. But it's just been tumultuous. Tumultuous. That's a good word. I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I wouldn't know about the pronunciation. There's been turmoil in my yeah, life. Turbulence. <laughs> I get that. Um, Major changes for you? Mm-hmm. Any? Yeah, so I left my job. So that was the biggest. I've never, apart from having maternity leaves, which you then get an automatic year off, yeah. so you get a break from work, not a break from life or anything. Um, I've never done anything as radical as this before. It feels radical to you. It feels like the best decision I've ever made in my life to, to walk away yeah. from permanent employment to start my own business it feels I don't think it could have happened at any other time I think I had to be tested and pushed to the point where I was to be able to say I can't do this no more and it's not just this company it's any company I just don't want to do it anymore really yeah definitely and so I can still work at other companies at my level on a consultancy Mm -hmm. basis but I never want to feel part of the fabric of a company, I might say this and mean if you get a job into January, but no, but I guess if you, if you, it's not all companies. I guess it would be the fabric of a certain. No, life, really, I think it's all companies. I think if I look at all at all the companies I've ever worked for, and I've worked for some amazing companies. Mm. It's always been something I haven't liked, which is why I think I've moved mm. around so much. But also, the closer you get to the top, which is in the corporate world sometimes not everyone you're trying to climb to get to the top yeah. when you're at the top it's not a nice place to be really? whereas when you're in the middle or the bottom there's a there's a cushion that's protecting you from the shit and the madness and the top is that is it just being that ultimate level of the camp, ultimate, exactly it's, it's, your, everything is, it's on your shoulders it's, everything is you um so when you're a chief or a director or whatever the title may be yeah. or what it may be and there's no one to turn and say should i can mm. i what do you think it's you to me, that's all I ever wanted was to run it on my yeah, own. Yeah. But for the last five years where I have done that, I think it's been the, some of the loneliest years I've worked. Ah, uh, because you're alone. And you're I guess, alone. does that, do you, how do you feel your decision making is at that level? Do you find that you, you, do you ever get, do you ever make decisions that you really want to make or do you always make safe decisions? Um, hybrid. Mm. Hybrid, because I work in HR, there's always going to be the company line that you, or the legalities that you have to tow. 
because it's the law <laughs> and that's good yeah, yeah. Um, but then there'll be things where you can kind of play an experiment mm. and draw on other cultures and do lots yeah, of yeah. reading and bring in different models and what. so that's quite fun you can yeah. kind of, and, and they're left alone to kind of play because you're employed as a subject matter expert yeah so they say if you say oh no we need to be drinking green tea now because that's for the well-being they're okay yeah sure green tea that's fine yeah you kind of have that autonomy yeah, yeah. which is and quite respect. nice and okay. respect definitely and the conversations you have are amazing and you learn loads but you also see toxicity at its height because you're also working with other people who have fun accountability yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah if you're not in a, a people-based role when i say people-based role, i mean if your vision and view and strategy is not about the people of the company, yeah. you can go wild and act mm. how you want. And that's where you have crazy directors, leaders, and managers. And I guess for you, where you are responsible for the people, that level of account, because you're in the middle then, because ultimately you have a boss, or maybe not even a boss, but a team of leaders or a team of directors mm. that you have to be accountable to. Not necessarily accountable to, they have to work alongside, but, but, but sometimes their best interest isn't for the people that you are directly supposed to be looking or after. Or their people. Yeah. So yes, yes. they all have teams that they're supposed to be And everyone's people. people are yours. And people. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So my people is everybody and theirs yeah. is a certain. So that's where you have a lot of silos, cross fighting, this team, that team don't get Jeez. along because the chiefs don't get along. All that's going on. And it's like a running soap opera and it, it's very stressful. Yeah. Um, because you know everything that's going on. So if you have three chiefs that hate yeah. each other but fake it to each other but they all come and tell you their issues yeah. and problems with each other you're just carrying all of this weight of yeah. everybody yeah. and everything and trying to balance that shit times that by 400 Ooh. people it's just too much and that's in industries or, or companies where there's a lot going on a lot yeah. of stress very high stress environment even in some of the more successful companies that don't have things like money problems yeah. or make amazing products, you yeah. still have characters and personalities. Yeah. It's in any environment you go to, hospital, school, mm. wherever you work, wherever you I think go. Any, where, I think if, like, you know, for me, I I've had really. netball teams. And yeah, it's exactly. like where you get people en masse, parents, fucking exactly. parents, the PTA. Exactly. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's happened to be the one that kind of does all that. Yeah. And I, I would just, I was just being that person I can do what I love about my role yeah. I have to get involved in all of that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. I get that politics was just pissing me off yeah so yeah because it stunts you doing it as well it's yeah, just like it's just a thing that you take home shit. you know the reason I left was my youngest son witnessed me on a Sunday having a total not a, it wasn't a breakdown it wasn't a breakdown a moment of high stress at like three o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday what? Working with my, yeah, because I, I always worked. I never stopped working. Nope. I'd okay. work on a holiday. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's like now is the first time I have one phone. I used to have two phones. The last 15 years, I've had two phones, a work phone and, a, and a, not <laughs> my own phone. I are you, can I ask, as a director, HR director, are you expected to be on call? Like, if, if like, if, say there's a, you know, like, disaster, so that PR, mm, is, is that part of your contract where um, if there it's is... It's expected a, when you're a certain level. You just do yeah, it. Of you course, don't yeah, not yeah, do it. You don't yeah. say, unless you say, well, I'm leaving yeah. my phone at work, or I'm going on a holiday. Yeah. I would never do that because of my commitment to yeah. the brand or the organisation. just what yeah. you do. You're just always on. But I guess there are some directors money. that are, you know, if, I imagine being a director of... 
I was going to say even marketing, but then like, I guess PR, like disaster would come under that. But I was just thinking, is that more specific to your role as well? Because you're dealing with people and people don't follow the rules. No, it's not. You know what it's about? It's about the fact that you're always on Mm -hmm. and your team are always on and things in nine to five, Monday to Friday, that's where you see people five to the next morning and the weekends when you do your work. So I was spend my oh, days that, in yeah, meetings yeah, 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 yeah. about meetings about meetings, and then at the weekend, catch up on my emails. Oh no! So that and that's and that, so you're always on, yeah. but that can work. That if you're happy to be always yeah. on, yeah. and some people have less stress that way. And I guess if it's rewarding, if it's rewarding and you're yeah. happy, it's yeah. not a problem. It's when it's not rewarding yeah. and you're not having it, it's not being a problem. Yeah. If you, for example, um, are happy to be on. Then why wouldn't you? It makes you less yeah, stressed. Yeah, yeah. You're not getting anxious about 100 emails on mm-hmm. a Monday morning because you dealt with them mm-hmm. all on Saturday afternoon. What's your. Oh, that's my phone. It's all right. oh, I've got a ring. In? No, I've got one of those ring doorbells. <laughs> oh, I'm so bad. Oh, is, that your, is that your front door? Yes, yeah, so someone's at my front door. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Let me turn off my uh, Make It Vibrate. Sorry, it's on vibrate now. Yes, yeah, so I can keep an eye on the house. Um, I know, we did. Is that, is that for the. Who's at my front door? I need to know. I used it um, really well when I was on holiday, and I said, "Sorry, no, I'm in the bar. Could you leave the package next?" I was like, "Yes, it's at the advert." <laughs> anyway, um, some people need to work all the time to reduce the anxiety, yeah. and especially if you're working with crazy people or mm. mad bosses mm. or a lot of pressure on mm. you, you'd rather know what's going on in the business mm. than not know. So going in on a on a Tuesday, not know what's happened last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be yeah, really yeah. Could cause you great. And then you'd end up spending maybe two hours on that morning catching up or trying to. When actually you could walk in knowing what your strategy yeah, is. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Working Think all the time the, without yeah. air and shit. Exactly. Yeah, strategize. Yeah. So it's advance. fine. It's fine. But it's when it's not rewarding mm. and you're not happy. That's when it becomes a problem. So yeah, that's how I left. Listen, do you know? Sorry, I forgot. Even forgot we're recording. I'm probably listening to you. That's <laughs> interesting. It's no, and I'm happy today. <laughs> Today. If I have a meltdown like next week, I'm like, oh my god, this self-employed thing is crazy. I'll phone you. But, but I guess for me, I find because you're talking about working into the night um, and working at 10, 11, 12 o'clock. Often that's you'll find that about me and anyone that sees me emailing will notice that it's mad hours I'm doing. Mm. But I really don't mind. Yeah. And I think that's because the ultimate level of I know for me, particularly anxiety-wise as well, where ultimate level of accountability drops on me, so does reward. Yeah. And so does anxiety. And where you sort of have that that life that flows in between your personal mm-hmm. and your, you know, work life, mm-hmm. that, you know, the hours are not so set, I know that I like to get things done. Mm-hmm. So I, I really don't mind doing it at, 11 yeah. at night. And this week, you know, week one, I've run mm-hmm. into contract, I've got to do all this work. And <laughs> real world. Real world, I'm like, oh, like, but hell on a minute, this one is picking up, that one is dropping off, the bills yeah. are oh here, the dry cleaning's here, the food shop in the bank. And I'm like, yeah. how, if I was at work, None of this would affect me because I'd, if I have someone do it, for me, or it would wait. Yeah. But now yeah. because I'm around, it's like I've got to be more disciplined. So I've got yes. to like join a co-working space, Something get out of the house. Because, you know, there was, there was it was yesterday. I said, right, I'm gonna have a lunch break, <laughs> and I'm gonna watch the episode of Netflix. Yeah, whatever. No, I had like a chocolate bar for lunch, and <laughs> I kept it moving. <laughs> I think I just about dragged on some decent trainers to go on the school run, and I was back, and I was straight. It was just In mad. Here. 
So and every um, hour rolls into another. Oh my room. gosh! Honestly, so but I recognise that I need to get out. I need to get out. It's and it's also really bad for your mental health. You know, it can't be good yeah. to be saying that. So I went no. to see. I went to Google Campus thing. Yeah, how was that? It was really good. Um, it was Sharmadine Reed yeah. doing a fireside chat. I thought, man, I'm gonna go Google Campus. So every week I'm gonna go do networking. But it was really good. She's really lovely. She's so down to earth. Um, I don't know what I expected because you see her a lot in, yeah, on yeah. TV. But listen to her journey. I mean, she's 34. Okay. She's always yeah. known kind of what she wanted to do from the age of 12. She was yeah. saying that she used to send up for college perspectives for the same project, she, the uni that she went to every year to make sure they did the same course. Like, she's very Is it clever. A course? No, it was fashion and communication okay, at St. Okay. Um, uh, St. Martin's. Okay. Um, but then she kind of. The, the one else thing came in as a sideline because mm. she was doing all this great styling and stuff. Okay, she's she done a magazine. She started doing styling because she was like the only kind of cool hip hop girl okay. on the scene. Uh, she started doing her magazine, sending it everywhere. Um, then Nike picked up on it. She started traveling with Nike and her money she'd get from Nike. She set up the set up one nails. So she never wanted to be one nails. It uh, just happens like a side project that went okay. really, really, really well because she's closed it now. Really? Why? Yeah. Um, because she didn't want to do that. Oh, like, really? Like, like, no. And she said that she felt frustrated that she could only pay people so much money. Uh, um, that's what you can do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and also, she didn't want to be a shopkeeper. She yeah, wanted yeah. to do more. But she was so grateful to have been able to impact an industry like she did to be able to change the lives of many tell women. Me, tell me what she, so was it a nail polish brand? Was it actually like nail so acrylic did, designs they, and yeah, that? It was a nail shop. Oh, okay. So, so where was called, it? Uh, Dolston. Oh, for real? Way. Okay. Yeah, 10 years. So it was a nail shop. So it was like a cool nail shop. Yeah. So it wasn't like your average one that you yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hers. It was really, really funky and cool. And it's all about nail art and making it really funky. And okay. she did a really, really good job. She helped people to become, lots of, she Help lots of women become Qualified. financially stable. Okay, wicked. Her thing, about, her thing is about financial stability Actually, for women. women to have a friggin' life. Yeah. Be able to manage money. Yeah. Like, and when she was talking, because you'd think, oh, nails, it's just a nail yeah, company. Yeah. That's not what she wanted to do. She wants to give, empower women. Okay. Wicked. So her new business is about empowering women within the, beauty, within the beauty industry. It's called Booty Stack. And basically, it's. Oh, I didn't know that was her. I've yes, heard her. of it. Okay, yes, okay. So. Um, She's talking about founders yeah. and all the rest of it. But basically, and I don't know if I'm going to do this injustice, it's like a, a a combination of Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook. But what it does is it's a solutions tool for people that work in a beauty industry. So if you have a salon, mm. you'd register to be on Beauty Stack and then people can find you through Beauty Stack. Okay. What it will then do is have, for example, top 10 braiders in London, top 10 braiders in Leeds, mm. like, voted for or approved by yeah, people, yeah. or I want my hair done like this. So you can take a picture of someone, put it into this, and yeah. it will show you who can do it like that. Can you book through the system? You can book well. through the system. Is it black orientated or it's everybody, everyone? It's okay. everybody. Okay. And it's also, so take this picture base, so you take a picture or you have a picture, so you can send it to your stylist, I want my hair like this, they can't know they can or can't do it. Like it's really, uh, really, it's just about, it really yeah. totally integrated, but it's not about necessarily the consumer right now, it's about the people in the beauty industry. Okay. So okay. stylists and salons should be the ones that are using it more She's than, more than the, the She's customer. She's really, really clever. Because what will happen is customers will come. Yeah, she, she, and that's why she's really clever because yeah. because there was a barbering app um, that I saw starting up and their whole premise was to be an app so people could book on them because mm. obviously you know you go to the barbers and you end up waiting two oh hours God, or whatever. I had that experience this weekend. And... I thought, you know, as much as it's a good it's a good idea mm. and it's something that we really need in our, in our uh, community mm. at the moment, I think that it won't get picked up because the barbers don't want it. 
And I think there's many reasons that the barbers don't want it. I think the barbers, because in every barbershop you go to, you've got chair one to four. Mm. Chair one and t- one, it, it literally goes down from chair one to four mm. in terms of who you want to sit with. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get half the barbershop that's actually on it. Mm-hmm. And then those that aren't mm-hmm. will always have more availability. So actually, I think that there's there's a, there's a conflict in the barbershop itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and also a lot of them like cash in hand. The cash in hand thing, I think, is going to be the only... Only very. Do you know why? Because the um, similar, it might be the same app. They had they, it's mobile. Yeah. So the van was on my road. Yes. Doing a cut. Yeah. And my son saw it and said, "What's that?" Because the doors yeah, yeah, open. Yeah, yeah, transit yeah. van. Doors yeah. open. It's and the shop. guy, you know what my son said? You know why I know the, the cuts are going to be good in them? I said, "Why?" Well, because the man's wearing gloves. Wicked. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, like yeah. he's wearing because they had on the black yeah, gloves. Yeah, it looked yeah, like yeah, like yeah, you proper, see, right? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just some old man with yeah, yeah, a big no, belly no. trim in his hair. It was oh, like it had the whole. It looked amazing inside. So it's a new generation yeah. of people that might be attracted to it. And I, I think it all like cash in hand thing. I think that the barbers are going to need to either overcome or work with or be yeah, happy yeah, with. Yeah, the government but the cast, crack down. The eventually. customer. Is, is there yeah yeah 100% I think yeah that's it with that idea so mm. as an app it didn't necessarily work because the barbers were resistant mm. I, I don't know actually the reasons who knows no, I think right. the barbers were resistant yeah. but I think like me as a consumer yeah. I'm all over it yeah. so I think that like what they're doing now is a good way to build the brand and maybe you never know they might be able to diversify into vans yeah. and get new barbers to run it yeah. and that was the different way to do the business but it's a good concept in the beginning the brand into a the first, time, first time I saw it I was like oh okay but when oh, I saw the open van parked outside the guy's yeah. house and the guy was in there and he was super proud that people were seeing so what happens do you call it and the van comes you, to you you book it and the van comes to you and parks outside your house so you go idea. sit down get it all done so it's not even in your idea. house it's not even it's in it's their van. van I don't what I wonder how much it is I'll pay a premium because <laughs> you know you've got the start of term like you said like I don't want to go out and sit there no. and smile at people's face exactly and then, like, or listen to some really oh, foul conversation oh, in the barbers exactly but they came Open the door, had the gloves on, it was all nice yeah. inside, it was really, really but so people like you and I were kids, yeah, whatever, footballers, like there's gonna be people yeah. who don't mind and then you can get tips. So yeah, yeah, yeah. but I wonder how much it costs, I don't know how much a trim would cost yeah. to make it worth it. For them. Maybe they've only got a couple of drivers right now, but I think there's definitely a market. So there's more than one van. Do you I know? think I think there's more than one Hopefully. van. Hopefully. That's a, no, that's a great idea. I think that the concept from what it was, which was mm. to the app, to this, is just, mm. it's the same thing in a different, mm. it's, a, it's a very clever, I like it though. And I'm mm. like, I'm, like, I'm really happy to see like young black entrepreneurs mm. do their, not just young black entrepreneurs, uh, young people, young They're, people. Young people just doing, like, yeah, just doing their own thing. Because who would have thought, oh yeah, you make an app and then there's someone comes to your house, but it's not in your house, it's in their family. Yeah. Someone must have thought, oh, that's a really rubbish idea. But that person said, no, 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 listen to me. Like, it's not yeah, what you're doing. Yeah, and, yeah. and actually now they've got their own little van, they're doing it and like, oh my, that's a mix. So they've got investment as well for yeah, that. So yeah. some people have believed in their dream. Definitely. I think it was an, an issue for the app. Yeah. But um, I keep an eye on them. No, so another company that I stalk. So yeah, no, I've, I've seen them in action. So it was all good. Anyway, so yeah, that anyway, Sean was it. It was good. Yeah, yeah. good campus. It was good, and she was really, really engaging and just really normal. Imagine. Imagine it's and the thing is sometimes when you get people that have got the business and it's all done, but you, we often forget that people just started. In their living rooms with a laptop. I was listening to that podcast, um, In Good Company, Mm, mm, um, and they were uh, interviewing Liv Little, who's one of the founders of Girldom. And Mm -hmm. it was almost, you know, like to hear her, she sounds so young, and like the idea was so innocent and so new. And it's just, I think like this is a new, definitely a new age. And 
it's a politically it's a difficult time to be self-employed i guess mm. um but i think so many people are taking a step i know I haven't else. thought about that no 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 but i don't think it's i think if you've got your contracts you'll mm. you'll be fine mm. because you your your work speaks for itself and mm. you're at that level but i'm seeing a lot of people jump into this you know this new marketplace but i reckon in five years like the world of business is going to look so different for so I many could, people. I could give you so many stats, and I've been doing it because I want to help mm. startups and mm. small companies and whatever. Um, but I just think the model that I'm running anyway of consultancy for this is a market because all these small companies are coming up again. They used to be, I think, maybe like in the 50s and 60s, there's a massive surge of people doing mm. their own thing and starting. And it comes a lot with sometimes immigration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People going into it, and then you have to support each other yeah, because yeah. that person doesn't sell that hair product or that yeah. food, or you have to import the yams from here but only so, eat them. Yeah. Is that? so I think it's, 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 it's a version of that definitely and I also think that right now there's a there's a work culture of asking people to do a lot more for a lot less um, that whole thing about you know it's, it, you know what it's funny because we might have touched on it when we started but I know so many people in the corporate world that are burnt out so people that have, have spent their careers 20 years in it like really talented really and just said you know what I'm done I can't do this anymore I'm done the corporate slave ship I've had this conversation Every week with one of my best friends about the corporate safety. Yeah, I've gone my way, I'm going in. And it's just, it's horrible. Yeah. But it is a means to an end for some. So yeah, we yeah, can't 100%. all be creative. And so some of us do, do go down the yeah, yeah, corporate yeah. and I, that's what I was. I was, you know, I but am built in you. the corporate. Exactly. You learn a lot there. And, good. Yeah, and, it, and it's, a, it's a good place to, to be, you know, you earn your money, you get loads of skills, um, you can climb, you know, reasonably okay not easy for everybody because if if it was then you know the, the statistics would be a lot different and the boardrooms would look a lot different but they don't mm. um but yeah i just think that you know i can't remember the point i was making now but yeah anyway <laughs> yeah, just people but corporate burnout yeah corporate burnout is it's a real thing and I, I in my role my profession i see it a lot before yeah, the person even sees it you really I, yeah because you witness the signs you can see when someone actually should not work there anymore what is it or just go and take a break just erratic decision making, yeah. lack of self awareness. Um, it's not just stop caring to stop well. stop yeah. that too. Um, so many times you can see in a lot of larger companies, they support people through burnouts. They Don't. give you something they do. Oh, they do. They support you with sabbaticals. They give you have massive well being programs. To be company like banking, that. lots of banking yeah. will do it. Yeah. Banking, those sorts of banking, legal. They <laughs> witness the signs. The companies that will really wear you out, yeah, obvious, in yeah, an obvious yeah, fashion. Yeah. But then some of the smaller companies, you're under just as much pressure because 100%. you're trying to make payroll, you're trying yeah. to support the business when the business has no money. Yeah. And that's where the focus needs to be as well. Those smaller companies, like the maybe 250, 200 yeah, yeah, people, yeah. 400 people, they're not able to give the massive wellbeing program. We're going to take it up. Yeah. We'll pay to priory. Yeah. Never going to happen. Go to have a breakdown in a massive bank. Oh my god, they're going to pay because they're likely to be sued more easily. Yeah, yeah. And it gets that culture of burnout is well that you know happening. Burnout is part of their culture. Yes, exactly. Because they need awful. you there on the stop on the trade floor. Exactly for eighteen hours a day. Right, exactly. Yeah. So they're aware. They will do yeah. this for this long, and then we'll send him there, and then he'll come back or we'll pay him yeah, off yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And whatever. to be honest, he's probably made. He's already made that money for our business ten exactly. times over anyway. It's just yeah, ten for that. But the poor, the poor person who is making the same amount of money for that person. For that company, but the company just doesn't have any money. Yeah. They're not going to get the friary. They're not going to get sent to you know, on, a, on some wellness retreat and yoga. They'll go and find yourself for six months. I pay you. They're not going to get a single Three thing. Off if you're if lucky, you got you got a calling sick. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so here we are. Here we're we are. back, um, and hopefully back more consistently. 
Um, I like that, you know. I like that we we started this top podcast um, with this topic because you don't, you probably don't even remember our exit line on the last top, um, podcast because mm-hmm. I edited it, mm-hmm. and it was saying just remembering coming back to who you are and what makes you happy and having confidence in yourself. Really, and it's mad. <laughs> but like two months later, or however long it is, it'd be more than yeah. three months. Shit, really? Yeah, because I had three months. This period, I didn't record in that time. Jeez. Yeah, but anyway, look where you are. Confident, ready to go, happy, happy in here. Yep. Um, And you have so you obviously a big part of being self-employed is not just walking out, but I seem to me that you've got some contracts or yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) don't no, no, no. I I, I didn't want to know. I've got, I've got, yeah, I've got, I've got work, and that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so scared. I've never been in a situation before. I've always enough work, but I've got work, and you know what? I I believe in myself. I've made and saved so much money from these large organisations that I I believe they believe in me. The biggest brands in the world, and I've got to believe in myself. That's amen. So, and Amen. that's my, and I need to get that print on the t shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The or the fridge or, like, or somewhere. Exactly, on my ceiling, that they get a tattoo, something. Because <laughs> I need to remind, when I'm having my low days, I need to remind myself that actually, no, you've got this. It's crazy to hear you as somebody who's, you know, forged your career in HR, which is the study of humans, yeah. effectively, yeah. say that. And it's, there's something to be said for affirmations and being able to throw them at other people but missing out the vital one yeah the, the, the number one number never do one. it for yourself never so I've, I've made, created like a little makeshift office in my um in my front room made it just like my, my desk at work <laughs> all my cards and my affirmations and all my, bits, my phone thing there and just to make me feel like you know grounded yeah yeah, yeah. workspace yeah my little workspace is quite cute and it, I suppose it leads into a conversation we were having like a little about an hour or so ago um, about sort of just being in it um, and you know when we first started the podcast it was all about I think we found it therapeutic in the beginning just mm. to talk through it and yeah. talk about us and where we are in life yeah. and actually I think re- reviewing this podcast even though we haven't been consistent in the podcast we've yeah. both of our lives over the last well since we started January January, January actually sort of on track with what we said we wanted to do and we wanted to be definitely so Which now is the stage two it yeah. is powerful you know and I do believe in you know, they talk about the secret and I don't really believe about it in that sense, just thinking I'm going to get a Mercedes. Mm. But actually, <laughs> I believe in thinking. I think I believe in visualisation, but I also believe in planning. And it's step by step. Exactly. It's a planning. Like, you can't mm. just think, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire, it's going to happen now. And I don't want to be a millionaire. Um, that's <laughs> not my aspiration. What are you saying, billions? My motivation is not a number on money because when you put a number on it, then plus one. So what? Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not money. It's about what it brings you. It's about what I'm able to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be able to reach people and be paid well for doing it, but yeah. reach people. So the money will come. Yeah. I'm not worried yeah. about the money again in two weeks' time when I've got my food. <laughs> come and speak to you, but it's not about that That's for me. Your motivator. No, my motivator is to impact some lives in yeah. a serious way. I'm exactly the same. There's no. 100% exactly the same exactly the same and also to leave some sort of like I think so many people walk the earth in it and I, I believe that you know if I'm when I die mm. like no one's going to remember oh that was so and so that made this much money for no one or nothing do you understand what I mean I yeah. would like not my legacy I don't need to be up you know it doesn't need to be on the moon or whatever mm. but just to know that when I pass that actually my life meant something yeah you know not like, money I agree with you so like when I left my job the amount of leaving cards I got, oh. which is lovely because I've left many jobs. <laughs> but that's the point at which 
I always realised actually how much impact how yeah. much of an impact I made and I wanted no fuss when I left. I just wanted to just go. Like I was so <laughs> pissed. Yeah. Just let me go. Like, just go. I just want to go now. I don't, want no, don't buy me nothing. Just, I just want to go on the, on the last day. But I got so many cards with so I've even read them all. Really? So much writing about how much I've impacted their oh, lives and how they're gonna miss me and well done and That's amazing. Love you. And it was just like, you know. So uh, yeah, I've left an impact on many people's lives Wicked. along the way in my career and I wanna can I want to do it on a not on a larger scale, but just more meaningful to picking yeah, yeah. shoes yeah, kind yeah, of what I yeah. work with and why I want to work with them and you can also just walk away when you feel it's not fulfilling that too that, babe that that's, that's that walk away thing that control mm-hmm. I remember my first one there was a client that was rude and he was like on the phone to me and just you know that sort of makeup of that client that mm. person in the mm-hmm. world that mm-hmm. just thinks ultimate control and I was getting all stressed da, 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 da. I remember I something and then I put on a tune it was like there was a YouTube playing and a DMX yeah. tune came on and something <laughs> happened and I was just like hold you on really hold was. <laughs> you know, it was, it was really even that was like it was one of the do you know the vinyl ones or whatever and I was like and I remember just at that moment and then it made me laugh I started laughing and I just called it back and said you know what <laughs> like, yeah. you're going to have to find someone else yeah thank you and goodbye there you go that, that control <laughs> Well, you can take but it to where you want to take it and you know what actually that's too short yeah. if you want to carry on this way do it with somebody else yes absolutely Bye. absolutely and then, they, then you get the oh, I'm so sorry oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no it's too late now too late and I think I even wrote one of the reasons that I do this is mm-hmm. I have not to be to not to work with clients that mm-hmm. I find or that may not bring me happiness yeah. and so I wish I'll you all the best line. there you go there you go there you go Love that was it. a good day but, but you know what? I guess it's the price of freedom and I think that this whole self-employed thing is cannot put a price on freedom I'm nervous though I'm not I'm really? going to keep saying it every time because I want him to think oh yeah I'm going to quit my job it's going to be amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, babe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that yeah, yeah. but um, but yeah let's see I will yeah I'll I will document my highs and my lows and just hopefully have just an even keel. I don't want yeah. too many high, high highs yeah, and no. low, low lows because that would just be crazy. I want to be okay. You will be. Of course. Where are we now though? So, you, you tell me. I, when we started this podcast in January, yeah. Brexit was, oh. I think, the, I don't even want to go down that road first, but maybe we just... It was a joke. It was a joke. And we said so many of the podcasts before we kept talking about Brexit because it's important for mm-hmm. us to, to for our view to be heard. Yeah. I think you know 100%. it's not a view. You're never going to switch on Sky News and see um, us two, yeah, talking about Brexit. Not going to happen. On. Affirmations, mate. We're not for the moment. No, but, 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 but we should, right? Yeah, it yeah, should yeah. be yeah. a variety of faces talking 100%. about how Brexit's going to affect them. Yeah, um, and it, so that's why I keep thinking that we should talk about Brexit for for our listeners, for us. Just to make sure we're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, so, 100%. So here we are again, end of the year. Everything we predicted would happen. Yeah. The Brexit team, the government, chaos. Yeah. Boris Johnson is the Prime Minister. I think I might have spoke about Boris winning the vote yeah, because yeah. them thinking that the only person that's going to win a general election, yeah. which is what they expected. And we spoke about this like in February, yeah. March. Yeah. I'm so sure I can go back on a podcast. Yeah. And I'm so sure that we predicted all of yes, this that's yeah. happening now. Yeah. Yeah, not not the proroguing of gov- government. Fucking no, hell. I mean I'm I'm so sh- I don't I'm not, not shocked. shocked. I'm, I'm, not shocked. Why am I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not shocked. I'm 
watching this whole thing with just like a, a, a gasp or I'm open yeah. jaws. These people are really running the country like this. This is amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. to me. Like yeah. I'm watching, it's like I'm not part of this. No, no, and no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but then that's not the problem because I think for me, I've been. I've not been, sh- I've not been, sh- I'm not shocked, unfortunately, and that's the worst bit that we're not shocked mm. by what the fuck's happening in mm. front of us. But I think more recently, I've become quite scared, and I think scared because we, we look at like the US and we think, how the fuck did Donald Trump? <laughs> it's a joke. How did he yeah, end up there? But look, it and it's it's just a series of small it's the things. Same. Exactly. And I think even when I think even the fact that you know. Brexit was up for debate, or not mm. Brexit, leaving European Union yeah. was up for debate, yeah. Yeah. Um, shows that for a long time there has been this sort of chain of events or people with vested interests yes. uh, pulling so many strings behind yes. the back, you know, but if you look at history, and it sounds like a dramatic thing to say to even liken it to, you know, Nazi, Nazi rule, mm-hmm. but a lot of the, you know, you get someone like Steve Bannon who wrote the messages for mm-hmm. Donald Trump, make yeah. America great again. Yeah. But I was, funny enough, I was only watching a documentary yesterday, I knew this anyway before, but Hitler, make Germany great again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of these slogans and a yeah. lot of this strategy the and propaganda. a lot of the, the, the dividing in mm-hmm. parliament, mm-hmm. the propaganda that comes out, it's, it's textbook. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, what we've seen in the US is also happening in the UK. Mm-hmm. We've had Steve Bannon come over and mm-hmm. work with Jeremy, um, mm-hmm. not Jeremy, sorry, um, bless his, Farage. Um, not not Farage, Boris. Just Chris, Boris, yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, not, not get arrested, but <laughs> Boris. Well, he called me a bloody watermelon smile, anyway. Yeah, exactly. so Chris is the least I could do. Um, but yeah, and it's like I think we, you know, we often you think in like when you look at something like uh, you know what happened in Germany mm-hmm. in history, you think how can things like this ever happen again? Mm. And I think. What this shows us is it's never one big thing. It no, comes in right? lots of little lots steps. Little and I think steps. if we were going to look at the timeline, we're comfortably 60, 70% of the way. Oh, we just don't realise it yet. It's, people, it's not hot it, enough. It's like you're, it's not, if, you, if you put a frog straight in the boiling water, it will jump out. But, but put it in the cold water and turn the heat, it doesn't realise it's yeah, hot. It's like, oh my God, it's hot. It's yeah, until thing. you look back yeah. and you're like, shit, I've lost my skin. Yeah, I'm burnt. Yeah, exactly. And even if you look at, you know, the parallels of Charlottesville in mm. America, mm-hmm. and, I, I, you know, obviously we're, you know, our UK news or whatever, but I've been, um, I've watched a podcast there and I love it, and they were sort of reviewing the situation later and they were talking about things like, you know, the, the propaganda, the, meat, the narratives that have come out, the police department, just how mm. entrenched that is. But they were saying that there are people over there Preparing for a race war. So oh, when yes. Charlottesville totally. happened, yes. there was like they were, an they were arm ready. Of, yeah, there were yes. weapons, yes. etc. You don't want to massacre people, yeah. Yeah. and that's all come off of the back of a president like Donald Trump stoking up all of these shit, this shit, and people believing primarily that people like you and I mm-hmm. are the enemy. Mm-hmm. And you know, like in the UK, maybe it's not as extreme yet, mm-hmm. but for people to vote against their best interests. Mm-hmm because of this made up mm-hmm. fucking enemy mm-hmm. like and you know the, um, part of the people they're voting against are people like you and I yeah. there's only going to be more of us coming in now we've got rid of the fucking Europeans yeah. yeah but it's just getting people to shoot themselves in the foot yeah in the interest of something that's not real and yeah. it's just it's just it's to me it's scary because it's you would think that in this day and age you could not manipulate a, a population as much as you could have done in the past mm, because we've got media and because we're all smart we all get free education and all of this shit but we're now, you know, here we are. Um, and yes, we've all been, not we've all, but lots of people have been manipulated. And I think that's a two-step thing. I don't think it's just about Brexit and the European Union vote. Mm. I think personally... Yeah. That's um, me, so I was writing, okay, sorry, writing sorry. things down so I don't forget. <laughs> so, 
But I also think the media, again, mm. on, uh, you might not agree, but um, my mate, Jess. Don't Jess. Know that. Let's, let's go back. We'll talk about Jeremy okay, Corbyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back to what you're saying. So, again, massive. You know, I, I keep saying I should pe- I should know, I should work for Netflix. There's two things I want you to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One is called The Family. Yeah, I watched a bit and it kept dripping in and, and, it, and it, it's, it's yeah. The Family explains Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't get to and, that bit. Yeah, because it's, it's I, I don't know where I find the time or how I get so drawn into these things, but it's about the secret society of Christians, mm. far-right Christians that have an agenda that are more powerful than the presidents. Mm, mm. And they co-sign on whoever wants going to be president. Okay. And they, the guy that, that did the documentary was just showing you how a Donald Trump can happen and why he happens. Because mm. he's, he's put it through the agenda of this group of people. Okay. Not an Illuminati, but you could look at it like an Illuminati. But it's an actual secret society, exactly. Yeah. But it's a really good watch to show how... This has happened. Now, I, I don't know what the UK version of that is, but, but Boris Johnson is amazing for, for, for Try this. Try to call it Eaton and Nine Man. Yeah, exactly. There you yeah. go. Right? So, he, so Boris Johnson is the perfect candidate yeah, to yeah. do anything they want. Push Brexit back, keep Brexit, whatever mm. they want to do. This bumbling idiot wants to be leader so badly that he'll do whatever he's told by people you can't mm-hmm. see. So... Looking at Boris Johnson um, today on Sky News, he was in Leeds, I think it was. Was he in Leeds? He might be in Leeds. Scotland. Scotland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he might be in Leeds. It wasn't Scotland this one, but yeah, up north somewhere. Yeah, and, and the, the sky approached him on the street saying, what are you doing yeah, here? You bounce. should be, go yeah. away. You should be in Europe negotiating on yeah. behalf of what you're doing, some world, t- some UK tour. Similar to Donald Trump doing his rallies. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. A, it's like a carbon it's funny, copy. funny, you know, but I was watching that Hitler, that Nazi thing. Yeah. Hitler was exactly the, the same. The, the blueprint is already there. Yeah, so yeah. you're right. We're yeah. not going to feel this until it's too late. Yeah. The action's not going to happen. Is it too, so, well, the too late will happen, but what are they trying to push through now? Yeah. Before the too late. Yes. So, things, so they want to shut down the government to focus on Brexit. But in the meantime, there are still things happening. So yeah. the country still runs, right? And once you get that hard Brexit as well, or no deal, we're in chaos. See, the, you, who's going to be fighting against that little NHS sell-off to the left or little education sell-off to the right? And we've they put the things solidly in place yeah. for that shit to be very smooth. So it's and all lined up. Now, exactly. Yeah. So it's all lined up. And everyone's laughing at a bumbling Boris. Laughing. That they're, they're laughing, but they're not strong enough. Like there's again, we'll, go, we'll come back to Jeremy mm. Corbyn in a minute. There wasn't anyone strong enough to push this and railroad this guy over. Yeah. I don't believe it. We'll get to yeah, it. Yeah, more, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one yeah, more yeah. thing before we go on to on to Jeremy Corbyn. Um, the Great Hack. Did you watch the Great yes. Hack? Yes. Right. So again, helped Brexit and the referendum. It's all about technology and how our data is being used. And then go back to the Charlottesville piece is how they how they use media um, and images to um, infiltrate certain groups. Streamline media. So streamline the media yeah. to see what it is you want to see. So if you vote these three ways or you have you yeah, buy yeah, this serial or that, see. you want to see this content. Yeah, yeah. And we'll create this content for you to see. Yeah. You want to do this, they'll create that. So you're now only being fed that propaganda. Content. And I think as well, the people that sit on the other side of that that want you to see things, it's now easier for them to get in front of so you. So much that yeah. technology should be helping us to evolve and yeah. get better. Yeah. But what it's doing, it's feeding. And I don't know if it was designed for this. Like, you can go so deep to say, where is the good that is coming from technology? Apart from being able to make things yeah. quicker and see more stuff. Well, I think even as a black person, as a black woman, there are lots of things that I've felt growing up, you know, from the age of maybe 10, 
that I'm now able to articulate because I realise that there are thousands of women like me across mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. who share the same experience. Well, I think yeah. that that's been a positive in a sense. And I'm able to hear, you know, if you think about podcasts, something like this, yeah. I'm actually able yeah. to hear all to uh, different perspectives rather than just looking at the fucking Daily Mail yes. as one, you know, yeah. and then the BBC's yeah. polished version of that crap. Yeah. And then, you know, Channel 4 is the Definitely. extreme. So I do think it has been good, but I think it's, Again, I think as well, it's good for people that understand how it works. And that's yeah, the thing, yeah. right? So your average person may no. or may not understand yeah. what's actually really going on. Even like my ring went off a minute ago. What am I doing? Why am I so wired into everything okay. around me? Yeah, Someone yeah. brings my doorbell and I'm not there, innit? Why am I supposed <laughs> to speak to them for a camera and say, ooh, I'm in the bar. I don't need to do that. That's foolishness. Everything's talking to everything. Yeah. What for? Because yeah. they want to find out what I'm doing. And it's, at, it's at what end. So yeah. in 50 years' time, what's going to happen with all the data we're producing now, the content we're producing yeah. now, what are they, what's it being used for? And I don't mm. think it's, it doesn't even exist yet, mm. but it's, it's ready. Mm. It's ready there for someone mm. to kind of use. So my I two things were... A good way or a bad way? Well, likely a bad way. Because likely actually, a bad way. Like, yeah. yeah. So, so my point is, is just that Boris is the perfect candidate. Even when today, he was on something else, um, and he made, <laughs> he was, it was today, he was in front of some cows or something, he was in Aberdeen, talking about, you know, the, the Scottish farmer doesn't sell beef to the Americans, and this and the, that, and the whiskey, oh, you the whiskey. Anyway, and then at the end of it, the, so it was, it, it was quite a, a, on the journalist part, it was quite a good interview aspect that he had a one-on-one, with the Prime Minister talking, asking questions and probing. He wasn't, Boris wasn't being harangued or attacked. Yeah. Like, for Boris, it was a nice interview. Yeah. And at the end of the interview, the he asked some question or whatever, the journalist, and then Boris did like a kind of turn to the camera, which you never really do when you're, oh, and wow, kind of made a little comment. Easy for him now, are Hold we? on a second. He turns to the camera, made a little comment, a little sly grin, and then the journalist laughed, they cut to the studio, and the two women that were presenting laughed. And I was thinking, Oh, you're normalising his shit You're normalising his shit. You mm. are making sure that people say, whatever you just said for the last five mm. minutes, mm. we won't pay attention to, but a little smirk and yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boris. I've heard them say that now, actually. Yeah, we do think that he's power hungry or whatever, but it's, it's just Boris. He's a, harmless. It's not exactly. Harmless. And that normalisation of his bullshit is what got him here. Yeah. As a mayor, that it was normalised yes. that he was this bumbly, scruffy, riding on a bike. He's actually our mayor. He, he not so much when he played rugby with the fucking kid in China, yeah, I think it was, and he went, he ran through an eight-year-old. He, 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 he's the perfect candidate. <laughs> he got stuck on the skyline. He's called Muslim women. Um, yeah, post I should be laughing though, because but this is, but this that was intentional. That, but that, that post-box thing yeah. was the moment where it's like, ah, now you're lining yourself up right. for, because it's right. like Donald Trump, isn't it? Yeah. When he started all that yeah. time ago yeah. with Obama, where's Obama's birth certificate? Yeah. And you thought, you thought, why yeah. is Donald Trump on yeah. this? Now we know yeah. what the plan was that was the beginning and that's my thing so this the, the, the end of the the flippant comment at the end where he does a smirk and he looked to the camera like he was looking at me like, mm. like, like I was like oh and you're, you're, if you didn't have such a disdain for him yeah I would have laughed oh, yeah. Boris, I was Boris. like oh I was like, like, don't look at me. Like, what are you looking at? Kind of feel like it, it really threw yeah. me because only the presenters normally look at the camera. Yeah. The interviewees don't do that. It felt really, really awkward. And then when they cut to the studio and these two women were laughing, I was like, you just co-signed him yeah yeah you just yeah, co-signed yeah. the fact that it's okay it's fine because he's a puppet for some bigger agenda and it's just boss it's 100% so I was reading an article as well actually it's interesting and it was saying how we need to stop 
normalizing I really wish I remembered exactly what it was but the, the whole point of the article was saying that we all sit on the fringes we've all become like observers of things so we all mm. think that we can what what we do is we we analyze shit mm-hmm. rather than participate in it mm. and I think that we've got we've become such sort of observers and analyzers and uh concluded not concluded what's the word when you I don't know, but analyze it. Analyzes mm. of everything. That we, we can always be... leave that decision making to somebody, somebody else. else. We have an opinion yeah. about everything. everything. Like everyone's got an opinion, yeah. but no one's willing to take any action to do something yes. about their yeah. opinion. And so it's you... like we think that because now we've got social media and we can share our opinion, it's like we seem to think that that that's enough. Up, that that even means anything. That means it means jack. Effectively, it's what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> one thing you know to excuse us but it's you know maybe lending our voice to the conversation as minority ethnic women and there won't be many of us we've got diane abbott um who's you know up there but, but there's no but the things there's many of us who care yeah, yeah. we all care yeah, we, we all do. care we all we have an we all have a voice but where do we put that voice like mm. I, I can't mm. saying like but i just think i just think that the next three months if you weren't paying attention before Pay attention to no, every slight every move. The, the little picture, um, the thing that he did yesterday with the police in front of him, behind him, was disgusting. Absolutely and I was disgusting. Just thinking, I was thinking, as a politician, do you have such free reign that I could say, you know, like right now, say he just murdered someone, yeah. not murdered someone, but, you know, authorised airstrikes or in he, fucking Scotland. Or he slapped up his girlfriend. Yeah, he slapped, oh, okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> The Go irony. On. It's Go actually on. disgusting. Do I have powers to just yeah. call up and say to, you know, that police force, yeah. I'm on 50 of you guys standing behind me? How does that work? Because yeah. you, you see Donald Trump in front of the military all the time. Yeah. Half yeah. the military are always black when he's there. Yeah. But yeah. no matter what you say or do, yeah. you can just call on these people. So he, how does the law work? So he was at Hendon oh. for their... Because they passing now... out, whatever, yeah. I think I've been passing out yesterday or... It was because they have just co-signed to get twenty thousand more police. You know, of the twenty thousand that they just that they cut, so they they're cut. doing more every fucking time. Every, excuse my French, but I'm just like, who the fuck believes this? You care about our community, you care about all these criminals that you they, want to they kill. They cut the police so that we have more crime. Now they're going to put them back. So someone said they're going to do it. So they, someone said, you know, well, you, these are the same 20,000 that you cut, so you're not doing anything no, amazing. No, you've wasted us money. Wasted it costs money. a lot of money to hire people. Exactly. And, and people have, you know, so much has gone wrong with the, com- with the country since you had like 20,000 less in the last 10 years. So don't act as a sadly jabbing, I think it was. Don't act as though you're doing us a favour of 20,000 police officers. You're putting back what you took out. Yeah. And you didn't call it austerity. It's like a time of reflection. <laughs> we've just been through a time of reflection. Who First said that? Sadly jabbing. And, and the lady was like, um, reflection, it was called austerity. What are you talking about? We've just been through austerity that your government put us through. We're still in it. We're still in it. We're never going to come out of this austerity. Not while they're in power anyway. Anyway, my point was, the reason why he was there was to announce the 20,000 police that they're now going to be putting on the, or they're trying to recruit. God knows we're going to find these 20,000 people. But anyway, 20,000 police, they want to recruit. And that's why he was in front of them. But the poor lady, she felt the, 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 <laughs> the, 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 the evil vibes. <laughs> and she fainted. She was like, was, I don't know what noise. She was, what's she making a noise? Because he turned around and said, are you all right? <laughs> she must have been like, oh, oh, oh. 
could have just fainted, but he turned and said, are you okay? And she kind of like did a little faint <laughs> after. I'm like, see? She could put your mind. Oh my God. When the microphones went off, he must have been like, I just, I needed one fucking thing to work. I was laughing so bad. What are the odds? And she was yeah, right, right behind it. It was one in the back. It couldn't even style it out. It was a I one was like, yet. God is in the room. In the room, he's <laughs> like, I'm going to do something right now. I'm going to make it. You know I'm around, yeah? Boom. My darling dropped down. Poor thing. She couldn't take the book out. She could be in the vibes. I think it was too full of bullshit. She's like, oh, God, I can feel it. It's coming. It's coming. Poor woman. If that was me though, I think I would have done the same thing. I would have had to pretend to faint. I would have been like, no, I could not go to my deathbed thinking that and looking at that picture of me smiling behind this twat. I bet her parents like really like arch labour right. Yeah, so like yeah, you yeah, better yeah, like, yeah, do yeah, something. Yeah. Jeremy's long lost cousin, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Imagine that comes out next week, it probably fucking will as well. So oh, that's hilarious. But Jeremy, Jez, Jez, Jez. So you think it's coincidental that we're even having a conversation about the opposition leader? So you don't think that's coincidental? Because never before to like you would always you would always have a conversation about the opposition. I feel like we speak more about Jeremy Corbyn. Not we. I feel like the nation speaks more about Jeremy Corbyn up until maybe Boris and the last pro pro whatever word it is. Yeah. Um, No, until he tried to to, um, what do you call it? Break up Parliament. Yeah. As a nation, we spoke more about Jeremy Corbyn over the last three years than we have about the actual leaders. I know. We didn't have to. What's gonna happen? This. So what's gonna happen? What? Let, let's, 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 we let's just need predict a general it. elections. We need a do general we? election. 100%. Okay, so general election, and then what are we. So, do you think it needs to be. I think plan? if people would, would stop. Okay, so, and I've said this maybe before. Don't I remember know. about four years ago, Jeremy Corbyn came out, and everyone was mm. like, oh, oh, nice guy, yeah, we vote for him. And this was literally mm. 90% of people, yeah, like, yeah. we like this yeah. guy. And then, you know, the media were all like, oh, okay, um, sorry. Um, the media were like, ah, um, yeah, new, new, new. We think he's a nice guy, but he's not going to be a good leader. We don't think he'll be a good leader. And no one actually said why. And I think we repeated that message so much then, and everyone started saying, people like him, dislike Jeremy Corbyn because they don't think he's a good leader. No, well, I don't, I, I can't just invite yeah, I can yeah. only speak for myself. Okay. Maybe there's something I'm in this conversation. But no, no, I want to listen. No, I can't say it again. Like, okay, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. sorry. You say it sorry isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. No. I just don't think he's right to the country. Mm. I just don't think. I just don't think that he. I don't think he will win. Mm. So what mm. I think will happen. I, I, I don't think he will win, and I want Labour I to think, win. But that's my point now. I think that a lot of people say they don't think he will win because just like they started saying, I don't think he'll be a good leader. I don't think he's electable. I'm I don't think he'll win. But I suspect yeah. though, if people voted according to the policy, and just sort of that's, and I think it's another way of just sort of. I don't think he will win because I don't think everyone else is going to vote for him. But everyone's saying the same thing. Not actually because of... What are the options on voting day? It's, it's Labour or Conservative. I think he'll win. I think, I think that if everybody doesn't try to tactically vote thinking that if other people won't vote for Labour everyone, and just vote how they want, everyone will, he'll win. Everyone will tactically vote. This, this is going to be a problem. tactical But voting. everyone thinks that Labour won't get the vote. So lots of people are saying, you know what, just to tactically vote, because we can't, Jeremy Corbyn will never get the vote, but, then, but it's, you don't think that's a media way to split the vote? No, because I think it depends on what, if you're really switched on, it's a, 
someone who's not switched on will vote who they voted for for their whole mm-hmm. lives or, or not, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then you're living in certain areas, you have mm-hmm. to vote a certain way to keep yeah, 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 whatever, yeah. right? And that might then affect negatively the bigger picture, right? Or yeah. that just yeah, 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 no, right? No, no, no. right? So you can say, for example, you might have a small middling thing who have got uh, Conservative, Labour and Farage Mm-hmm. And they want to keep out Farage. Mm-hmm. They might vote Conservative. No, I think that. So that's they where would, that's where it's, it's all and that, funny because and that's I think my that thing about yeah. tactical voting. So yeah. tactical voting will happen in those places where Lib Dem. There's last time there was five hundred votes in yeah. it. So now you've got to really everyone's got to come yeah. out and vote because. But places like London, always going to be red. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I think London that I think that been. enough people have now gone so far away from Labour. Based on, I'm still not really sure what it's but based also, on. Also, one thing is, you have a lot of people who voted Leave that are still Labour. Remember that. Look at all of the the, the, the middle yeah, middle that's, towns that's that lit though. Because and now, then that's where it yeah, affects. and I can I can see the Labour dilemma because now what's happened is there's so many like I would say smears in the beginning that came across uh, that come, that came for Corbyn. But what I would say is is been a problem that I wouldn't have even known how to fix mm. is his. Mis- not or non-communication on where the Labour Party stands on the issue of Brexit. Yeah. But I can see why he didn't. Because like you said, those half of like the sh- Labour strongholds are got- Brexiters. Exactly. So how does he come out and say, I would, because I'm in London, he's going to lose those votes if he says I'm not going to have a second referendum. But, but, but my thing, and this is why I think that politics is funny, you can make up a problem or create an issue where you want. Mm. Say, for example, of the Brexiteers that voted, let's say half of them are Labour. Let's mm. just say half of them are actual yeah, Labour. Yeah, probably. That's going to be about right. Right? If and not then, more. Right, if not more. And then, but they voted because they've got their jobs in their towns, yeah, or yeah, yeah. whatever. It doesn't mean they're not la- yeah. Labour. And then the country has voted for Leave. Yeah. What I think he should have or could have done is said, right, the country has said leave based on these votes. Um, this is why they've said leave. Mm. What I want to do is either, I'm talking mm. myself in back house into a corner here, is I'm either going to abide by the country's decision to leave, leave yeah. and leave in the best way that I can, yeah. That I can, yeah. Because I have to respect the vote, yeah. And stick by that. The country said leave. Mm. Half of those lead people are Labour people who are mm. feeling the pinch. Yeah. And I get why you're feeling the pinch because successive conse- consecutive, consecutive Conservative and Labour governments have abandoned you in the Midlands, yeah. have abandoned yeah. you in Wales. Yeah. Yeah. So you said leave, this is how we're going to leave, this is yeah. the proposal. So we're going to leave, but we're also going to make sure that your towns get the infrastructure that you need to never be in a situation again. But if we leave the EU, you fucking can't do that. <laughs> but, hold, yeah. but hold on, so yeah, this yeah. is my thing on Jer- Jeremy Hunt. You either have to look at this, the, how we really let both yeah. you and and stick by that or say I know you voted leave half of your labour I don't I know why let give me an opportunity to give you back what you're missing we're going to move this this and this to here and and then say we're going to go back and say we don't want it because I can fix this for you I know there's so you can't this fence middle road shit doesn't work for anyone say one thing and stick to it but if he said I think that he wouldn't like. I think if you get people that would go as far as voting for Nigel, as far as voting Brexit and literally pissing on their own fucking front doors, they're not going to believe you when you say, "I want to ignore your democratic right or your democratic vote," and I'm now going to, I'm going to, and this is before you're, you're not even in power, so you're, it's literally suicide if you say that. But and I think if he came out and said, "I'm going to give you a second, look, fuck it, we're staying to make this better for you," 
he yet he he appeals to that London vote, the London Labour stronghold, which is numbers. Or, but if he says no, we're going to get us out of the European Union. It, I think that the Labour vote is split so solidly down the middle. So let it be split then. But my, my point is, stand for something or stand for nothing. Yeah. That's it. He's a, he's a socialist. Stand for something or stand for nothing. And that's where maybe I would have had more respect for him to say, I disagree wholeheartedly. Mm. We're never going to... This is our stand. And then you but can, even, you you can go and form your own party, mm. do a chukaumo and mm. change 15 different parties. You can stay with us or yeah, you can yeah. go... But this is what we stand for now because this is what we felt. And that's why I don't like politics nah, or politicians. Yeah, no, I don't like politics. And I think that if you've got a good heart it's a really difficult place to be if you care about something you're another one yeah um it's a good place to, it's a bad sorry it's a bad place to be but i do think that actually as part of if you think about someone being a decent person and standing for something i think one of the challenges of jeremy corbyn in this brexit is the fact that he's having to deal with this with the with the conservative party as a head and if you look at all of the changes under austerity that have happened in our real term that like we're about to lose the fucking nhs we've lost a lot of public school uh, state schooling we've lost you know we've they're, they're privatizing shit from under underneath us and i think if it, if it was any opposition uh, government that was in at the moment where they weren't doing some things that really need to be dealt with then you wouldn't need to play politics to just get the vote mm. but I think that if as, as a socialist and maybe that's where it gets, gets in the way for him because he's thinking you know what if I walk out of here and somebody else like Blair comes back in a lot of this fucking work that the Tories have done to destabilise the country mm. The typical Labour leader, which is not left, it's very mm. fucking central, mm-hmm. is not going to undo that shit. They're mm-hmm. going to just say, you know, it's good. We're, you know, I'm going to make it work. Yeah, they're yeah, going to make okay. it work. Yeah. And I, so I think for him, it's like, you know, and I think that's why he hasn't left as well. Because mm. I think actually what keeps him, I don't, I don't know, I don't yeah. know the guy in it, yeah. but I would like to think that what keeps him in that role is his actual core belief, are his core beliefs. And I think it's just a really difficult place to be. And I can see, but I, I also, I just can't come away with thinking that. I have never seen a media campaign against that undermines, not just undermines, but that is so focused on the fucking opposition leader when we've got, you know, like, think about, yeah, the, 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 what's it called? The, um, the anti-Semitism row mm. in the Labour Party. Like, we have a prime minister, right? Oh, if you look at the, num- did the you, did numbers, did you, did you get a seat guy that had him up in yeah. the other day? But still, that needed to happen. But how the fuck did he become prime minister? And no one has spoken about that, even to one twentieth the the level that we spoke about the anti-Semitism. Please watch the family if you can. Okay, if you've got the 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 stamina (laughs) to watch it, it just shows why he's the perfect candidate. Who Boris? Boris. And just that's like why, that, and almost that's why, and that's someone so like Jeremy, scary. because you know that though with Boris as well, a lot of the people that have been in Parliament thus far come from that same family, yeah, 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 and yeah, so I yeah, think with yeah, yeah. with Corbyn, and it's a shame because what people are really looking for in this country all over, mm. I think, and you know, unless you're very well to do, is change and some genuine, you know, care or mm. something or, or, or truth in politics. Mm. Um, and I do think that right now, regardless of you know having all the answers about everything at this very moment, I do think that we have, you know, for someone like I don't know Trickle Umna or like to say Tony Blair was going to come back and be the front of the Labour Party. In my mind, I see that we would have exactly the same of what we've had mm-hmm. that it's we don't like. It's, it's just different. It's the same. It, it'd be like having um, yeah, cocoa pops or cocoa snacks. Like it's the same. See if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> 
too. It's just, yeah, I yeah, know, it and, I, and I get that. So, you know, if if we were to go to an election, which I don't think, I don't think, if we go, if we have a general election, it's going to be begrudgingly on everyone's part. No one wants it right now. Jeremy Corbyn wants Boris to properly fuck up. No, to I give don't, him more I, of a chance. No, and I think, also, no, I don't think it's more of a chance. I think he's, again, being honest, he's saying, if we go out. to the... Jeff, no, no, I don't think it's even that. He's saying, we'll have a general election mm. and Brexit can become my problem. Mm. But he's saying, I don't want to have a general election now because that timeline that you put in yeah, then yeah. allows you to push all that shit through yeah. that you want to. And in the case, and also, because what he's saying, and this is what makes you think, actually, it's quite a decent person that does this because he could say, you know what? Let's have a general election. Mm. And if I don't win, fuck it, it's your problem. Yeah. But he's saying, if it's I don't win, yeah. I want to make sure you haven't shafted the yeah. country. And and that's where I think, actually, the time tide might be changing for Jeremy Corbyn. Two reasons. One, that that what he pulled out the bag there, which no one was seeing. They thought he was going to go for the yeah, election yeah. No one saw it coming. I thought that was quite funny that there were most of the options. We're, we're so focused in on, on Brexit and whatever that yeah. we're not thinking outside the box. And someone in his camp has thought outside the box. It might not be him that came up with this idea. Well, but, was. but Maybe it was, right? But so, to... Oh, so, all of them, they're all smart Exactly people, right. Yeah, they're not stupid. But no one ever thought from the public, so we're just... Making a drink. Um, I think that if you... Um, no one thought that that as an option, or, or the layman or me in front of the TV, thank you, didn't think that this would happen. What else, are, what are the other little tricks that you could have to sleep around this time, yeah, right? Yeah, so I'm thinking, yeah. how else could you think smartly and really stuff Boris. Yeah. What else yeah, can you yeah. do? I'm, I'm literally going to bed thinking. So I'm thinking this what, is, what, what, and, and that's what's making it so exciting for me is that every morning I wake up, or even even yeah. to, to the difference between night and day, you can wake up something yeah. in the morning and be different in the afternoon. What else can be thought of to stop this madness happening? Yeah. So if we get a general election by the end, middle of October, yeah. we've had how many, how much since the, the referendum? Three years? Thereabouts. Four, three or four years. So how many people have turned 18 yes. in that time? But did you not see that this conservative guy, he's trying to also put conservative guy, Boris, he's also trying to push through, um, sorry, there's something else I want to say, but he's also trying to push through um, the timeline to make sure that the, to stop the, the youngsters voting. As well, why? Which we how? I'm not. Like, it's all over the news. It was, it's all over the news today, okay, and it's I like something that. else that's been leaked now. And Boris was worried about. So because one thing is, like I was going to say, is that mm. they keep saying, yeah, it's really interesting. Even when they had the Conservative leader debate, mm. it was Sajid and blah blah blah, and Michael Gove or whatever, all four of them dweebs. But he, um, all of them started their speech by mm. saying, "If you want somebody to beat Jeremy Corbyn." I'm the person. Okay. So I suspect, and even when they have all of these yeah. polls that come out and say, mm. you know, it's it's like the like twenty percent, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I suspect that mm. actually the real data on the ground mm. is that Jeremy's still got his votes, yeah. and they're very, very, very worried about yeah. him because even Boris was, you know, why would you be putting things in to guarantee, like, to try and get rid of yeah. that, you know, that two percent vote of the youth? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I'm not trying to say, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm. Ignorant, but I just I'm still yet to particularly understand what the problem with Jeremy is, and I don't want to. I, I know what people are. He's what what I think it is. I don't know. We're gonna have to move on the subject sooner or later. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, what yeah, I yeah, think it is is he is gonna go and unpick all that they try. They've got an agenda. Their yeah, agenda yeah. is at five years. Agenda is their agenda is fifty years strong, yeah, right? Gets getting somebody in. Like who's not a centre left, who is a left yeah. left, yeah. who's going to potentially unpick and 
what they're trying to push through or trying to unpick it's going to highlight so the next next government if it's going to be labor needs to be in for 10 years mm, to affect oh, world yeah, change yeah. five years does nothing right but, but who would that person be but i'm saying that we have now yeah, i don't know so say mm-hmm. it's so if it, say if it's jeremy that gets in for yeah. you have to be in for 10 years and you have to promise loads and unpick mm. more and give more money it's not what they want it's not yeah. sorry it's not what they want to um sorry it's not what they want to have happened mm. so that's why they're trying to <laughs> they're trying to fight sorry they're trying to fight someone coming and changing what they're trying to do yeah yeah we, we have no clue as to yeah, what's yeah, really yeah, going yeah, on yeah, yeah. and someone like jimmy would come and expose them yeah. someone who sent a left might not because they're still no, part of it part of the establishment the and he's anti so that's what i yeah. think it is I think so too. I do think he's, and I don't want to be like all golden and I, oh my God, I believe in a no. in Messiah. I, there's no, there's no perfect man that walks this earth, but I do believe for the moment that he's anti-establishment and that is what makes, literally would give me his vote. Okay. So thanks for listening guys. Don't forget to get involved in the conversation by sharing what's in your WhatsApp with us. Our number is 07572 934 449 and our socials are all at WITW Podcast. See you next week.